Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Swanee Speaks Up Show with your favorite life coach, Swanee. Y'all know we about to run these plays. Yo, check this out, ladies and gentlemen. We using some new technology today, so if I'm a little louder than normal or a little softer, you know, just make the modifications on whatever listening device you're using at this particular moment when you're tapping in. But, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, got a dope, dope guest, very special guest, close friend of mine. I consider him a brother. Man, this brother got so many hats, has so many titles, he's involved in a whole lot from, well, first off, he's he's a published author of four different books that I know of. He might got some more I just don't even know about, but, you know, four I know about for sure. And he, he's, he's, first off, he's, he's published his own books. He's his own publisher, so he publishes the books. So he has a company that publishes the books, but he's also an author. And the brother's in the real estate. This brother's into to the travel business. He's got his hands in so many different areas. But, you know, more so, more than anything, what I want to talk about is his podcast. His podcast, the Successful Black Love Podcast. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I got my brother, Devontae Chapman in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, pulled up in the huddle so we can tap it up for a little bit. What's going on with you, bro? Uh, I'm just blessed to be here. Thanks for inviting me on the show. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you being on the show and giving me some of your time, man. I know I know you're quite the, the busy individual, man, so just grabbing some of your time is definitely appreciated, man. So, you know, we'll just go ahead and get yeah. right into it, man. Get right into it. Um, so, Successful Black Love Podcast, that, that's his podcast. Like That's your podcast, like I mentioned. So, um, what I like to do is I like to get a little information about anybody that I'm talking to because I want to be able to understand the story behind where they're at currently. So if you don't mind, man, just tell us a little bit about your upbringing. You know, where you grew up. And- yeah, man. Uh, so I grew up in Belleville, Illinois. Um, you know, uh, but I, I was raised in St. Louis. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I know all about Parkside and, um, um, Johnny Shields and, and all, all they could jazz, but um, yeah, I, I, I had a I had a good upbringing. Um, you know, my um, my family was uh, always tight knit. You know, um, I really, I really can't, I really have no complaint. Okay. All right, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Okay, so yeah, um, so you grew up, you know, tight knit family. You know, um, you grew mm-hmm. up. We pretty much grew up around the same area. You know, um, Belleville, East St. Louis areas. So for anybody's not familiar with that area, um, East St. Louis is about ten minutes from downtown St. Louis, Missouri. So a lot more people are familiar with the St. Louis area, but that's pretty much we right across the river. It's a, there's a river called the Mississippi River that separates us from St. Louis. So we basically right there with an arch is, you know, not too far from the arch. Um, so, so okay, so tight knit family, you know, you grew up um, humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, you know, if we from the same area, yeah. definitely humble beginnings. So, um, at what point did you decide to get into entrepreneurship or decide that 
you know, you wanted to make this transition into entrepreneurship at some point? That's a good question. Um, I originally wanted to be a doctor. Um, and so, um, I think in my college years, uh, it was a lot going on. Um, there was opportunities presented to me to, um, you know, really broad, broaden my horizons. And, um, yeah, I, I just um, got around people that were already had businesses in college. Um, like, I know, I know a couple, couple people, um, like from overseas, they they came here with money and they they had a business established. And I was like, well, how can I how can I get into that game? Um, but really, honestly, um, just I I, I had I, I had the idea of being an entrepreneur when I was a teenager. Um, my family, my, my mother and my father started a vending machine business. And um, so that's where I really started and um, where I really got introduced to real estate was uh, like I worked with my brother. Um, it, we knew a guy, um, he was an older guy and he worked on houses and um, he, he picked us up. We, we were like 14 and 13 at the time. And uh, he picked us up, um, took us to one of his houses to fix it up. And he gave us, you know, a bread for it. Uh, it wasn't much, but it was my first, like, idea of what the worst game could, could be like. And so, I know I'm all over the place. <laughs> I know, man. It's all good. It's all good. It's a, it's a part yeah. of the it's a part of the wonderful story. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like right. that. You know, sometimes right. you know a, a mentor of mine said this one time. He said, you know, sometimes you got to get in there and make a mess and then clean it up after you get done making the mess. You know, that's what makes the masterpiece. Right. You feel me? So, exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm not worried about that, man. So, okay, cool. So, all right. Um, so I think I got everything except that initial part. You said, what was it that you wanted to be originally? I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, a doctor. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Doctor. Yeah, um, I, that's actually what I went to school for. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing that I I had a background in real estate, um, and a desire to really run my own empire, I um, I kind of was, I kind of became like a college dropout. Mm-hmm. And um, I, pers- I fully pursued my, uh, my passion to be an entrepreneur. Gotcha, gotcha. Ah, okay. Yeah, you know, that's that's an interesting transition. So, you know, from on the trajectory to being a doctor, and, you know, we talk, what kind of doctor are we talking about? What, what were you trying to go for? In uh, so, <laughs> in my beginning college year, I wanted to be a um, cardiologist. But then um, I had an experience with mental health 
that made me um, transition to therapy, wanted to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I shifted the gears there and then shifted the gears one more time <laughs> when I dropped out of school pursue entrepreneurship. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. So originally you started on the path to be a doctor, cardiologist to be specific. And mm-hmm. now that, that you know, plans obviously changed and now we're on the path for entrepreneurship. And so you kind of dabble yeah. in the real estate. And I know just knowing you, you got a number of things that you dabble into. Um, I know real mm-hmm. estate can definitely be a lucrative field. You know, it's depend, you know, and there are, no, there are a number of ways to get into real estate and make it profitable for you. You know, I'm still learning the game, you know, just, you know, talking to brothers like yourself. So, you know, I'm learning the game, but I know it can be a profitable area to get into. Um, so you got the real estate and there's also your podcast. So I, I want to kind of touch on some of everything that you're involved with, but the podcast, more specifically, the Successful Black Love Podcast. So, you know, the name uh, the name of this episode tonight, because I know that's the name of your podcast, is What Happened to the Love? What Happened to right. the Love? And, you know, I'm kind of curious right. what made you come up with that topic of, or the, not the topic, but the, uh, the actual name, of the successful Black mm-hmm. Love podcast, is there? Uh, well, you know, just tell me what. Why did you come up with that name? So it's actually a whole backstory. So um, a rom- a woman that was in a relationship at the time, uh, we had came together and we thought of starting a podcast together. Um, we were gonna call it a love podcast. Um, but, uh, she, we wound up, you know, going our separate ways. Um, but before then, I did start a, uh, a blog, uh, called Successful Black Love. And, um, I said, man, I really can't, can do something with this blog, because, my original idea was thinking back to um, when I was with my girlfriend at the time, we were going to do a love podcast and really um, showcase what real black love looks like. Mm-hmm. And I, even though she, she didn't become my co-host, I still wanted to highlight the ups and lows, but beautiful moments that love, that black love especially, can, um, oh, that it can uplift people and, and um, inspire people. And sometimes people need advice and uh, they don't know where to turn to, they don't know where to go to, and they always want to pay for that advice. So I, I was like, well, my podcast could be an outlet for, for that um, advice. Okay. Okay. So, um, and, and, you know, and just for the listening audience, you know, I had a guest on last week, you know, uh, we're all, we're all close friends, man. We, we more like brothers actually, uh, I had, um, my brother, our brother, actually, uh, Demarcus Bruce, I had him on last week. And, um, mm-hmm. and so we chopped it up a little bit and, you know, we kind of getting a little bit of his backstory and, um, 
you know, I, I think it's so important to get the backstory of why somebody's doing something and why they actually wanted to get into a particular field. And more specifically with us, you know, in podcasting, you know, why we even wanted to pick up these mics and start talking in the first place. You know, what, what was it that we wanted to offer the public? What was it that we wanted to um, get? What message did we want to get across to everybody? And what what problem did we want to help solve? Because he actually meant that's something he mentioned on the last episode is, you know, he you know, he found a problem and he was able to, you know, basically fulfill a, fulfill a need for that. So um, the successful Black Love podcast, you know, it's the focus is on black. And the reason why the reason why I asked the question the way I'm asking it, you know, before I ask it is I know that there, there tends to be. And this is what I put. This is what was put in the description. Um, the question was asked, does black love still exist? Now, mm. obviously, I know that's still true. You know, my wife and I, we're going on 11 years of marriage. You know, I know there's a lot of marriage around us. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, man. And uh, there's a lot of love around us. You know, we see it. You know, it's all around us. But what tends to happen is, you know, the media outlets don't necessarily push that narrative of black love. So um, why did you want to focus primarily on black love? Now, of course, love is love. You know, it's, it's not a it's not a racial thing. But, you know, more specifically, you know, why was the focus on black love? Right. Um, because I feel like well, I felt like at the time. Um, black love and a lot of um, it was becoming lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that is not a lot of people saw black love in a positive light. Uh, a lot of times, um, with, like you said, with the social media or with the media outlets, um, they capture uh, the negative aspect of it. But um, very rarely do we see the beauty behind it. And uh, so I knew it was it was a, a need there. So I wanted to really capture that need and really uh, redeem the true meaning of what black love represents. Okay. Okay. That sounds good, man. Sounds good. Um, so mm-hmm. this, you know, we actually, we've kind of tackled this somewhat on this, this, this show in the past, TJ and I, um, but I wanted to ask you this question, you know, as far as what you've noticed in, uh, society, what you've noticed just on social media platforms in general, uh, in regards to love, uh, especially black love, do, do you believe that we've gotten to a point where we focus more so on our livelihoods as opposed to the love? So basically the money over the love. Like the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do um, believe that uh, there, are, there are some people, not everybody, but some people um, tend to focus on lifestyle over love. Um sometimes like when it comes to um marriage, uh, a lot of times people see marriage as a business arrangement mm-hmm. uh, rather than uh, two people truly love each other. Sure. Gotcha, gotcha. 
Okay. So, yeah, that I, I definitely agree with that because, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, definitely in this day and age, it's definitely more of a transactional thing as opposed to the actual mm-hmm. true love that people have and, or should have for one another. Because now, I do understand that business can have it. Pla- I think it can have its place, but more times than not, you know, the focal point, especially these days, is more so focused on the business side of it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the assets, you know, 50-50, the percentages, all these different things. Right. You know, yeah, the prenuptial agreements, all of that, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so, it's crazy. I mean, and you, you hear all the stories just like I do. You know, you hear about the stories mm-hmm. about the, you know, the athletes and, you know, they either they didn't yeah. have a prenup and the wife ended up taking half of their state or, you know, so, I mean, it, it's a real fear. You know, I, I don't even want to, I don't know if I should say fear. It's a true caution that a lot of men should have. And I, I can understand it to a degree, but, you know, it seems like it's so focused on money, money, money. Get to the bag, the bag, the bag. Like, it's like nobody even cares about the love aspect of it. You know what I mean? Because if right. the money ain't there, what you got? You know what I mean? Exactly. You, know, you really don't yeah. have nothing at all. So, you know, and you know, you think back in the day about all the love songs back in the day, like the 70s, the 80s. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You had all like the Temptations and, you know, Michael yeah. Jackson and Boys the Men. Oh, yeah. You know, they only bend the knees and all that. You know, they, they had no yeah. choice back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like they had no yeah. choice back right. in the day. And, and so it kind of affected the climate of, of us as men to a degree to, you know, be more so into the love aspect of it. You know what I mean? You know, do something for your lady, right. cater to it, is that. But, you know, the, you know, the new music is, is the complete opposite of that. You know what I mean? It's the complete right. opposite. So mm-hmm. do, do you, do you believe that, uh, what do you think about the music now? Do you think that that's, uh, a contributing factor to why a lot of black relationships are going the way that they are? Um, I, I do believe so. Honestly. Um, because nowadays, the generation nowadays are so encapsulated with um, the, the entertainment and with uh, the music. Um, and you know, some, sometimes I, I've even heard uh, people say that music, the music is raised them. Mm. Uh, I, I know, I know, uh, music has raised me, uh, but yeah, I think, I think it is a contributing factor, uh, especially, um, like a lot of these, um, rappers and, um, um, I, I don't even know what it's called. I don't know if it's called RP nowadays because it's a lot of mumble, mumbling and going on. But, Whack. That's what yeah. it is. Whack. Yeah, right. Straight up. <laughs> Man, we ain't gonna sugarcoat it, bro. Whack. Straight right. up. Man, listen. I, look, I'm just, all right, that's what I call it. Like I said, bro, I'm a straight shooter with it, man. That junk is whack. Right. Straight up. Right. <laughs> no, go ahead, man. I didn't mean to cut you. No, you good. Um, yeah, man. It's it's definitely a contributing factor. Um, and then, like, I don't know. It's, it's just, <sighs> I, I think, when it comes to um, the younger generation, um, 
it's some, and I'm not even gonna put all on the young because it, it's some young older cats. Um, they they hear all they hear all these stories about uh, you know uh, uh, forget that female, forget uh, this female. Uh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. And that, that's kind of to um the, the essence of YOLO. You yeah. know. Oh, uh, that you say the essence of YOLO. <laughs> no, I said the essence of love. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I missed that last part. Bro. I was like, hold on, the essence of YOLO. That's a new one, right? Hey, that's crazy. Look. I'm gonna tell you the true right. meaning of YOLO and the true essence of YOLO. Right. Look, you can experience <laughs> true YOLO right now when you go pick up this dope book called Honor Your Path, ladies and gentlemen. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Honor Your Path, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you could truly, cause you only live once. You only live once. YOLO for sure. <laughs> A 31 day journey towards your desired greatness. Ladies and gentlemen, too often we struggle with an identity crisis. Who am I? Why am I here? And what's my purpose? Struggle no more because Honor Your Path is the book that you want to read to answer these precious questions that you may have. This book is a 31-day self-assessment that provides thought-provoking challenges and exercises to encourage thought-provoking challenges and exercises to encourage self-reflection and inspire you to make your necessary life changes. It's a great accountability tool for anyone looking to master certain areas of their lives, personally as well as professionally. Ladies and gentlemen, we are getting down to the waning days of this year. Make sure that you go pick up your copy and start your transformation today, even if it's just the ebook and you got to get the hard copy later. You dig what I'm saying? So make sure y'all go pick that bad boy up. And speaking of books, you know, since we got a little more time on this bad boy, so <laughs> I want to I want to kind of, you know, tackle one of your books I got. So I got to get the other three still, but you know, so we have uh, the book Tenderheaded. And now this is a mm. fairly quick read, ladies and gentlemen. And this will be in the show notes along with uh, with Devontae's other books as well. So, but tenderheaded. So basically, it looks like it's a book. You know, I'll just read the back of it. Uh, so Angel is a little girl who is tenderheaded, who stands up for what's right with help from her mama, daddy, and her hair. So, what inspired you to write this book, good sir? So I have a niece and I just wanted her to know that no not to um be ashamed of her hair, not to be ashamed of her blackness, you know, um to let her know that she's beautiful and that uh she's loved and that she's wanted. Yeah, I, I just wrote that book as a tribute to her. Oh, okay. That's now that's dope. That's that's super dope, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, on her behalf, man. That's on her behalf. That's pretty dope, man. And um, yeah. so I know you got three other books. Um, so well, I want to kind of get into the the book publishing side. So, um, what made you want to actually become your own publisher? So, um, you know, I I, hmm. I don't like to assume, but uh. I would say so. Your company published your four books. Your uh, publishing company. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Got you. So, um, what made you want to get into the publishing side of things? 
So I went to um like for my first book, um I went to actual publishing company. Like um and I didn't like they raised like um they they were charging outrageous rates. And so I said, well, I'm gonna figure this thing out on my own. And um so basically that's how I got here. I mean I just um started doing some research on um independent um publishing and um yeah uh the um figure figure that figure it out on my own. That's what's up, man. That's what entrepreneurship is about, though. You know what I mean? You know, right. you got a lot of times you just got to figure it out yourself. You know, it's all about, you know, adding that value and solving that problem, you know, because you saw a problem yeah. that, hey, look, you know, I ain't like these rates. So, you know, let me make my own rates and maybe somebody else going to feel right. the exact same way because, you know, a lot of rates I didn't like. So, I, you know, I could definitely understand that, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, right. you know, so. You know, we, we definitely gonna have to get into that some more in detail, bro. Like, we gonna have to have you on again, man, for sure. You know, we, we gonna yeah. have to have you on again for like a part two, man, because I, I really want to kind of mine out your life, man, because you got so much to offer the public, bro. I mean, and you know, I, I mean, just knowing you personally, like I said, you got so much going on, man. So much. We gotta mine everything out, bro. Like, we might need three or four episodes to tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, man, you know what, bro? I have to say this, man. I appreciate you pulling up, man, and, you know, chopping it up with your boy for a little bit, man, because, you know, these are some needed conversations, man. Black love is definitely something that is, you know, it's lacking in our community and in our culture, bro. There's so many people that need, they just need love. Some people just need a hug, bro, like straight up. Like, it's people... People they out here, they such savages and they, they don't care that, that they how they moving, just like you said, you know, they just need love. You know, a lot of people, you know, yeah. some LL types, they just need love. You feel me? And right. you know, that's it, yeah. man. And so, you yeah. know, that and we're gonna keep talking about that. We're gonna keep pushing that message of love. And uh we that's that's how we're gonna do that, man. So, you know, we'll still right. in this wrapping up, uh let, tell the people how they can get uh, in touch with you, man. You drop your socials for us. Yeah, so uh, you can find me on Facebook at Devontae Chapman. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at TheVibe6222 underscore 30. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Arthur and Love Forward. And um, I have uh, MD, I have a uh, affiliate uh program that I'm a part of NBC. It's a great great business. <laughs> um you find me uh find me on my uh affiliate link there at my daily choice uh, dot com slash black love and uh yeah that's what's up that's what's up bro yeah we're gonna make sure to get all that info on the show notes so they can tap in with you man get some of this black love out here you dig what i'm saying people just need some <laughs> yeah. black love man ladies and gentlemen I mr did. Devontae chapman that love doctor dr love don't got the phd yet but he gonna get it one day <laughs> hey look look we're gonna right. push him till he get it so he could be dr love right. for real but you know so mm-hmm. 
what, what final notes you got for the people, man? Any last-minute gems, anything of that nature? Um, yes, I do. Don't give up on finding your purpose. Your purpose um, be uh, finding your true love, finding a true passion in your bit, like starting a business. It could be um, going on a spiritual journey. Uh, don't sell yourself short because God has a plan for your life. You just got to follow it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On that note, on that note, we about to wrap this bad boy up. Make sure y'all continue to drop them reviews. We appreciate it. Let us know if y'all want some more guests on, what guests y'all want on, what y'all want us to talk about because we're going to drop this smoke every week for y'all. But until next week, we about to get up out of here. Peace. Hey.